You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Welcome to the Voice of Charity. I'm Marie Jokum. And I'm Bridget Murphy. And I'm so excited about 2021 just around the corner that I forgot my name. I apologize. It's December 29th. We have to remind ourselves what day it is. And we really hope everyone was able to have a wonderful Christmas, continuing old traditions wherever possible and adding new adjustments um, mm-hmm. where needed to still make it a, a meaningful and, and festive Christmas with your family and friends, however remotely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, some of the creativity and um, sort of ingenuity that I think folks have had this past year over how we celebrate, how we gather, how we do things differently, um, it has we're going to talk a lot about that creativity this week. It's a it's a good segue into into where we are, as we're looking forward to New Year celebrations this week. Um, we're using our imaginations again, making safe, fun memories that all stay within COVID nineteen guidelines. And we've been saying a lot lately that the more we stay positive, use our imaginations, stay productive, the more we can look forward to when this pandemic is over and know that we're going to have great stories to share about how we we each made it through this very challenging time. I saw a meme the other day um, of just talking about how in the pandemic of 1919, 1918, thank yep. you, the Spanish flu, that the Roaring Twenties came right after that. So I'm oh. looking forward to this next year being lots of fun, lots of opportunities to dress up and dance and wear sparkly dresses. <laughs> I'm really excited about that. Nice. Our two guests today are really experts in helping people stay upbeat and optimistic all the time, but particularly this past year. Angela Bailey is Associate Vice President of Catholic Charities Senior Services Community-Based Programs, and Robert Boyd is Director of the Josephine Argento Senior Center, one of 12 of our senior centers where seniors can drop in in normal times on a daily basis to enjoy friendships and social activities and educational activities. The senior centers were obviously closed um, due to the pandemic, but Rob has still been working very hard to stay connected with the seniors who usually come. Um, And welcome, Angie and Rob. We're so happy to have you today. Good morning, and thank you for having me. It's a great pleasure to be here, Bridget. Well, I have to say, um, two more people, two more committed people to the health and safety and um, 
contributions and vitality of our seniors you cannot find. Angie and Rob are um, just tremendous advocates and also really, um, I think, uh, value their time spent with seniors. So um, we're eager to talk to you today about you know, some of the adjustments you've made and how you, what you're hearing from seniors and how you, you've been able to help during this pandemic. So why don't we start there? What, what have you heard most often in the last several months from, from our seniors about both what they're, what they're concerned about and, and what this time has meant to them? Well, Angie, well if, I could, if I could take that question first, yeah. um, I, I just want to let you know that um, the, the seniors, who, who regularly come to the senior center are always full of life and full of uh, vitality. This isn't a place where seniors come to just, you know, just uh, look at television or look at each other. This is a business that is very active, that is full of, of, of different activities and events and, and help, help your program presentation. You know, it, it's it's a little difficult. We lost you a little bit there, Rob. I think what you were, were telling us was about the vitality of the seniors there. Um, I think we're having a little bit of connection issues. Angie, perhaps um, while we get that figured out, you might be able to share with us a little um, about what happens and, and what Rob is, is saying about your seniors. Well, the seniors mostly miss interacting with people. You know, we have so many seniors that were somewhat isolated before the pandemic. So this pandemic coming along and, and forcing people to literally stay in their homes has truly had a negative impact on them. In addition, seniors are not really technologically savvy. And so when you have to adjust from going to your pharmacy or going to your doctor's office to telehealth and ordering your prescriptions online and, and, and other things like that, it has truly been challenging for them. Um, they felt more isolated than they really were, and, and it's brought on a lot of depression. And so we've been trying to come up with different um, activities and other things that we could do to kind of keep them involved, keep them connected, and, and lift their spirits. Yeah, Angie, tell us a little bit about those. What what are that what does that look like? Well, uh, one thing we've encouraged them to do is everybody has uh, old VHS tapes or DVDs of you know you film your children when they're ice skating or <laughs> playing a a game or something when they were playing baseball or soccer. So we've encouraged them to pull those out and send them into a company that can put them all on one DVD, and in that way you can kind of. Sh- remember those times and and watch those videos over and over to kind of lift your spirits. We've tried to do a lot of virtual programming for the seniors. Some of the things that we used to do, Zumba, chair exercise, we're now doing virtually so they can still participate in it. We offer a bingo size, which is a evidence-based health program in which they can uh, exercise and get health information while they're playing Bingo. Those things have kind of helped the seniors move in and, and offer some socialization. But through that, we found out that we had to kind of offer a coffee and conversation virtual program because people were getting on to take the class and then they realized, oh my gosh, that's Betty. I haven't seen you. And then they start talking and we can't even do the class. So I love it. I love it. Add, we added this. Oh, now we just have coffee and conversation. You have 10 or 12 people chime in and then they can just talk to each other for as long as we allow them to talk. So those are some of the things that we've been doing since the pandemic hit. 
Amazing. We're going to take a short break here on The Voice of Charity. And when we come back, we're going to talk more with Robert Boyd and Angela Bailey from our senior services service area. Catholic Charities staff members work every day to end poverty and homelessness. We do this on a one-to-one basis with anyone who asks for help. We also work with organizations who study these issues across our city, state, and nation. The Wilson Sheehan Lab for Economic Opportunities, or LEO, at the University of Notre Dame is one of these research centers. Through our partnership with LEO, Catholic Charities has gained valuable insights into scientific evaluation methods that determine the most effective interventions to help people avoid poverty and homelessness. Along with our experience and compassion, trusted research is helping Catholic Charities offer hope and so much more to anyone in need. For more information, visit catholiccharities.net. Can't take a bus to the Chicago or National March for Life this year? Not to worry, this year's activities will look a little different, but we will still be marching for the sanctity of life. In partnership with March for Life Chicago, we are bringing the pro-life movement on the road. On Sunday, January 17th, the pro-life movement will come to Mundelein with a drive-in, socially distanced rally at Carmel High School, which will include inspiring speakers, Cardinal Blaise Supich for one. For more information and to register, please visit marchforlifechicago.org slash tour. Can't wait to see you there. Hey, it's Timothy Johnston here from Liturgy Training Publications. Over the past few months, I'm sure you've found yourself at home more, whether it's working from home or watching live stream masses on Sunday mornings. As we begin adjusting to this at the beginning of the pandemic, one of the things I missed the most was gathering with friends at the parish. That's why we at LTP have created this new virtual gathering series called Living the Sunday Word. We meet virtually on Thursday evenings each week and reflect on the upcoming Sunday readings. And with that, we share stories to help us more fully reflect on the Word of God. I'm inviting each of you to join us, a group of friends meeting virtually from all parts of the country. So visit ltp.org for more information and to register. You won't want to miss this. and welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jokum and Bridget Murphy. And we are here today with Angela Bailey, Associate Vice President of Catholic Charities Senior Services Community-Based Services, and Robert Boyd, the Director of the Josephine Argento Senior Center, one of our 12 senior centers. Rob, do we have you back, friend? Oh, yes, you do. Okay, excellent. Um, I don't know if you were able to hear Angie, but she was telling us about some of the activities that we're doing with seniors remotely, including, now put this in your list of new words from 2020, bingo size. Love it. I want to join. So why don't you share a little bit, Rob, about um, some of those things might be the same, but what have been some areas of of innovation and pivoting for you? Well, as as Angela mentioned earlier, I I think the the, the biggest problem that most of our seniors are facing right now is a sense of isolation, Yeah. especially with the fact that the senior centers are a center of socialization for each and every one of them. Um, So, uh, yeah, the the daily sort of like um, 
um, meetings of, of the seniors getting together online has been fantastic. We've had what we call our, our Skype WhatsApp club. <laughs> and basically what the seniors have done is uh, they've, they've chosen among themselves, actually, to get in contact with other seniors who normally visit the senior centers and communicate with them on a daily basis through Skype or through WhatsApp or through Zoom so that they can still keep that open communication going between themselves, that, that socialization, which is so vital well, for seniors who, 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 sense, who have a sense of isolation with, with the pandemic. Sure. I mean, Marie and I were talking, you know, Catholic Charities is really, we're, we're not having people come into the office um, to the degree possible, but every now and then you might need to go in and it, it's those hallway conversations mm-hmm. or standing in someone's doorway where you say, you know, Robert, how was your Christmas? That, you know, that's, we're human beings and we, yeah. we need that. Exactly. So I can only imagine for for seniors who are feeling more isolated that you're helping them connect with with technology um, to, that, to make that, that happen. That was the biggest challenge, actually, because a lot of the seniors aren't familiar with this sort of technology. Sure. Um, it, it took Definitely. a lot of effort on, on both Angela and my part in order to, to show the seniors exactly what sort of resources that they have available to them in their own homes uh, in order to be in contact with the, with the other seniors. You know, I um, have seen on social media, and I'm wondering if you can paint this picture for us, that your you and your staff actually have done visits, drive-by, safe, socially distanced visits, of course, to seniors' homes. And I've, I've seen some of the pictures on our social media, and they just bring me to tears. Can you share with us a little bit about how that happened and what that was like well, or it's, is like? It's the, effort, it's the effort to make sure that the seniors understand a lot of seniors have computers in their homes. A lot mm-hmm. of seniors um, have laptops in their homes, but they're not completely conversed on how to actually use them properly. Uh, and a lot of the seniors uh, have no idea what Skype was or what WhatsApp was or what Zoom was, and it was that ability to, to get in contact with them and even socially distancing and, and following COVID-19 protocols ensured that they understood what other tools they had at their disposal in order to maintain that sense of, of socialization. I, I yeah. yeah, I think that is incredible. And, and sort of along those lines, I, I'm going to jump in here because Bridget and Angie put their heads together to create an incredible project. Um, back in August, Angie, you shared that with us that you've been encouraging seniors to teach their grandchildren how to write a letter and mail it with a stamp. You know, knowing that many children have never experienced this, we're, we're more email-based now. But in September, Bridget took this idea one step further, and she began a Catholic Charities social media project, which invited our supporters to write letters to our senior clients. And the results have been Fantastic and adorable. Angie, <laughs> can you tell us how many letters you've received and what groups of people, what sort of what's been that response? So we are eternally grateful for the students of St. Bartholomew School for making the Senior Surprise a school-wide project in November. We have received, oh, I, I don't even know, hundreds of letters, and our home care aides are actually delivering them to their clients' homes when they go out to service them. And so... The phone does not stop ringing with tears of joy and so much <laughs> gratitude. It's, this is the first letter that some of them have received all year. Everybody gets bills in the mail, yeah, but to yeah. just get a letter saying, 
I was thinking of you. I hope you're doing okay during the pandemic. I mean, children, when they think of elderly people, it's like, oh, she's got to take her medicine. I hope she's eating her home-delivered meals. And, and they were actually putting these things in the letters. And so the seniors have just gobbled it up. They're, they're so grateful. We've had seniors who are retired teachers and say, hey, I saw a grammatical error in this letter. I want to volunteer to tutor. This has just been phenomenal. That. This has been just such a wonderful project. We had uh, students make Christmas cards. The students, the eighth grade students from St. Paul of the Cross School, they made Christmas cards that we've delivered to some of the seniors in our senior buildings. This, this was just phenomenal. The seniors love it, and, and we hope that it will continue even after the pandemic. Well, I mean, it's just a great example of the care you and Robert show in terms of small things and, and large things. Um, we, I'm going to give you a heads up before we go to a break that when we come back, we don't always do this, so consider <laughs> yourselves lucky that we're, we're prepping you. Um, when we come back from break, I'd love for you, you know, seniors give as much as they receive, so I'd love for you to think about um, a senior who has made you think about the pandemic differently or who's brightened your spirits or someone who's, you know, really shared something special with you this year. We're going to take a, a short break, and we will be back in just a few. In the manger as Jesus was born, no one could imagine how the events of his life would change the world forever. How blessed we are to know what really happened there over 2,000 years later. Those who were there would have been overwhelmed to know of the suffering he would later endure to forgive the sins of all people for all time. Instead, that night was simply about the Son of God coming to earth, being born on that holy night. Despite all of the challenges in our lives, may we find joy, peace, and hope in remembering how powerful that message was meant to be and can still be today. Merry Christmas from everyone at Catholic Charities. On Friday, January 22nd at 12 o'clock p.m., the Archdiocesan Mass for Life will be live-streamed from Holy Name Cathedral. Celebrated by Bishop Kevin Birmingham, along with priests from across the Archdiocese of Chicago, it will be held on the anniversary of Roe vs. Wade and the eve of the final event of the March for Life Chicago Tour. Please join us. The Mass will be live-streamed on the Archdiocesan YouTube channel. For more information and to register to attend, please visit respectlifechicago slash events. Catholic Charities Divine Affair home tasting parties are going virtual. This year marks the 20th anniversary of Divine Affair, the elegant wine tasting event that benefits our self-sufficiency programs. Low-income single parents with dependent children are trying to break the cycle of welfare and poverty. Today, the need is greater than ever as the COVID-19 pandemic has left thousands of newly struggling families in need of immediate assistance. You can easily coordinate a virtual wine tasting and help Catholic Charities at the same time. Each guest will enjoy a sample wine kit that includes wine and a guide, all courtesy of Lewis Glenn's Wines. You can gather your friends and family for this fun event or incorporate a celebration for a birthday, anniversary, or engagement at the same time. To learn more about a virtual home tasting party and how you and your guests can win fabulous raffle prizes, call today at 773-756-6937. That's 773-756-6937. Cheers.
Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jokum. And Bridget Murphy. And we are here talking with Angela Bailey and Robert Boyd from our senior services area. And before the break, Bridget prepped you. Um, so we'd love to hear hear from each of you. Maybe we can start with you, Robert, about um, an inspiring senior uh, during the pandemic. Well, well, as you know, the senior centers are, are, were, were closed uh, during COVID-19. And every day, I still made an effort to go into the senior centers, even though they were closed, uh, to, to accept daily telephone calls from clients, because they were always asking the same questions. When are you going to open? When are you going to mm-hmm. open? When are you going to open? And uh, one of the seniors actually called me up, and, and I was curious because I hadn't heard from her for quite some time. And I asked her what, what she was up to during the pandemic, and was she keeping herself busy? And, and this is the story that, that totally inspired me. She, she's about, she's late 70s. And she has literally spent all of her time during the pandemic looking after her daughter, who has been recently diagnosed with MS. Now, um, for those of you who who don't know what MS is, MS is a a muscle debilitating um, disease. And uh, it it makes the person very, very weak and it makes the person have difficulty walking as well. Um, And this woman has literally moved her daughter into her home She's in her late 70s now. She's moved her daughter into her home. She has literally gone through every single process of looking after her daughter all over again as if, as if she was six or seven or eight years old again. And, and, wow. and the, the positiveness that she, she's, the sound of her voice over the phone and the, the, the amount of positivity that was in her voice and how much this process of her life of looking after her daughter again has given her so much purpose now. It's given mm. her so much joy and it's increased her. She, she said to me, it, it has increased my faith in the Lord. And I am grateful for the having to have this chance to be able to look after my daughter again after spending so many years apart and, and looking after their own selves. Um, it literally brought tears to my eyes as she was explaining to me what she's been up to over the past four or five months um, looking after her daughter. And, and I was so amazed because this is a woman who I have gotten used to needing so much socialization during the time when she would come to the senior center. She was one of those people who was in every single crowd, every single clique, every single group. She took part in every single activity and event that happened in the senior center. And, of course, COVID-19 has caused her to curb all of that. And then all of a sudden she found more a purpose again mm-hmm. uh, in her life when, with, with looking after her daughter. It, just, it literally brought tears to my eyes, and I was so proud to hear the, 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 the sense of pride in her voice when she, as, as she described what she's been doing. Um, it, it, it moved me to tears, and I thought she's one of the most fantastic seniors we've ever had at the Senior Center. I love that. I love that. That is so, that is inspiring, right? And and the, the truth is our seniors have so much to give, and I think you've just highlighted that, mm-hmm. that especially during in this pandemic. Angie, I'm sure you have a, a similarly inspiring story to share. Yes, actually, I have two. So we have uh, we're required to do well-being checks on the seniors all throughout this pandemic, and so seniors are getting phone calls from so many different entities asking, "Are you okay? Did you eat? Are you wearing your mask?" Blah 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 blah, and and they're like, "Look, we're tired of getting all these drab <laughs> phone calls, and so you guys need to be more creative when you contact us." So this one senior's like, "Look, when you call, make me laugh or something." And so, tell me a joke. I love it. So now the staff are kind of doing knock knock jokes before they start asking all those questions, just to kind of break up the monotony and make people laugh. And so that was one of the seniors that inspired us to do that. And 
secondly, we had a group of 30 seniors. They're all seamstress. And when the pandemic hit, they got together, they, they pulled their fabric and their thread, and they started making masks. And they made hundreds of masks. They made masks for not just other seniors, but they gave the staff masks as well. And so we passed out hundreds of masks all over the city of Chicago. They are truly high quality. They made them with filters, and they actually gave instructions on how to change the filter and how to clean them. So I love working with seniors. I don't think I could ever work with another population. Oh, this, so, you know, it's it, this pandemic has been so awful in so many ways. But as with all things, um, people have experienced such loss, but people have demonstrated such courage and empathy and um, and really stood up to some some hard challenges with great joy and mm-hmm. and that's what i hear from both of you and and from these seniors that you know our attitude is everything and so um we we need to do what we can to protect that as as we move forward um as things um you know go back to some kind of normal um we did mention the um cards and letters that we're sending to seniors. So I wanted to give that address to people. If you find yourself with a little time over Christmas, we're still happy to distribute those. Um, Most seniors, you know, this isn't going to be over till spring or summer in terms of everyone getting the vaccine. So if you have time to put pen to paper, uh, please send a note to Senior Surprise, Care of Catholic Charities, at 721 North LaSalle, and our zip code is 60654. So that's Senior Surprise, Care of Catholic Charities, 721 North LaSalle, 60654. Angie and Rob, thank you for everything you do for seniors. You've you've positively impacted the lives of so many people through many challenges that we had no idea we would be facing this year. And we have great admiration and respect for your dedication to your work and your joy. And we thank you for coming on the show today to share your outlook with listeners of The Voice of Charity. And 2021, guys, it's a new year. It's it's We're coming out of this. We're going to come out stronger and better and more connected. So happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. We wish all of you a healthy, safe, and very happy 2021. From all of us at Catholic Charities, thank you for being part of our 2020. And we're looking forward to 2021 together. 